0: Hi everybody, it's your girl Lady Sage. Come with me now as we discover through the beginning of time with the revelation of Genesis. Chapter 4. I just touched based on how Cain and Abel were the first male child of Adam and Eve. and believe that there was also female children of Adam and Eve before Cain and Abel because when when Eve had uh, Cain, who was the oldest, she said, uh, now the Lord has surely blessed me with a man child. Um, so we believe, so with that statement, we believe that there were other children. Okay, so we ended, I ended chapter four last time with Cain saying those words. As the Lord said to Cain, Where is your brother Abel? And he said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? And I ended it right there. And I said, We'll pick it up. So here we are, picking it up. Chapter 4, verse 10. That passage of, Am I my brother's keeper? is so notorious. People say that all the time. But I don't know if you guys know, God actually responded to that answer Are we our brother's keeper? And the Lord said, and he said, What have you done? What what have you done? The voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. So now you are cursed from the earth which is opening its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand, and when you you tilt the ground it shall no longer yield its strength to you and fructose and vagabonds you shall be on be on earth so that it sounds like the earth went through another change in process so basically the ground used to yield its fruits to mankind But no longer will it yield itself. And that's probably why we have to work towards the ground to produce a harvest. And Cain said to the Lord, my punishment is greater than I am, than I can bear. Surely you have driven me out this day from the face of the ground. I shall be hidden from your face. I shall be fruit, fig, and, and vagabonds on the earth. And it will happen that anyone who finds me will kill me. And the Lord said to him, therefore, whoever kills Cain, vengeance shall be taken over him. sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark on Cain. If anyone find him, should kill him. So then we go to the family of Cain. So I, I'm gonna do a little family history because I think it's really important to know, you know, where you've come from to understand, you know, your lineage to understand what have been done. Um, so it says, then Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelled in the land of No to the east of Eden, and Cain knew his wife. And she conceived and bore Enoch, and he built a city and called, and named that city after his name of his son, Enoch. And Enoch, who bore Arad, and Arad begot Maheshuli, and Maheshuli begot Methuselah, Methuselah, and Methuselah begot Lamech, and Lamech took for himself two wives, name of one Ida, and the name Or Ada, and the name of the second wife was Zelda, and A- Ida bore Jabel, and he was the father of those who dwell in tents, and had lost- livestock, and his brother's name was Jubal. He was the father of all those who played the harps and flutes. And as Zelda, she also bore Tutankhamen, an instructor of every craftsman of bronze and iron. And the sister of Tutankhamen was Nilma. And Lameth said to his wife, I, Ada, and Zelda. Heard my, hear my voice, wives of Lameth. Listen to my speech, for I have killed a man for wandering, wounding me, even a young man for hurting me. If Cain shall be avenged seven times, then Laman, 77 votes. So there you go. I know I stumbled a little bit over some of the names but I thought it was important to see how um not only were their names but what their profession was and I said some of them were tent makers or dwelled in tents with livestock some of them did bronze and iron and uh, he also had a daughter as well and then it says a new son And I'm on chapter 4, verse 25. And Adam knew his wife again and bore a son named Seth. And this is the one that we all know, the lineage of Seth. And for God has appointed another seed for me instead of Abel, whom Cain killed. And as for Seth to him, also a son was born, and his name was Enosh. Then the men began to call on the name of the Lord. And it's something it's, it's something from when Adam and Eve first took their fall to now after their children are here and one has killed, you know, Cain has killed his brother and then Cain's son has killed somebody and now we have Seth and now finally they are calling or connecting, um, begin to call the name of the Lord. So it's like almost like a uh, <clears throat> um their focus has changed. To call on the Lord. So, uh, that ends Genesis chapter four. Um. So, Cain. It, this basically was looking at Cain's murder, Cain's family, and then Adam and Eve's new son. And I, I like the I like the way how God orchestrated this book because it shows you that that um, there's always a plan of restoration. And with this new son that Adam and Eve had born, they had a restoration even to return to God. And we, we are always um, able to be restored to return to God. And maybe it's not just us, and maybe it's the generation after us. And I think that's why it's very important for us to just develop a deeper um, relation, a deeper calling. And what I mean calling, I don't mean like your talent. I mean a calling for a call for a heart for God. A desire to know His wills and His plans. We're not perfect. You know, it's like I couldn't say those names perfectly. We're not perfect. Um, and we need the Holy Spirit to lead us and to guide us. But God has um, purposely put us in this season, this time, this era, to do great and mighty things in the land. And now is our time to kind of stand up and be who God has called us to be and just not be stagnant in the water. You know, the worst type of water is the water of a, of a, of a, a pond, right? <clears throat> because there's no movement if, there's, if the movement if the water is not moving it's not healthy you know the best type of water to be in is like a river where you have the rocks with that are uneven and the water can slide through and clean and be clear and that's kind of how our life is you know if we're stagnant we're like stagnant it's just like disgusting we're we're not going anywhere we're not feeling motivated we're not happy that's just like a—it's a, just an ick feeling, right? When we are have a few bumps in the road, and we got rocks, and people are, you know, not treat maybe not treating us right, maybe uh, work is not good, or relationships are not good. That's the rocks. That's that's the rocks to clean the water, to clean us up, to clean to make us rethink some things, to make us maybe pray more, to make us be humble more, and so. You know, God works everything for the good, for our good. So we just need to be reminded of that. He is constantly, constantly, constantly working, regardless of not whether or not we can see or understand. All right, y'all be blessed. I'll talk to y'all later.